listening to What the Truck? Oh man, it's day two at Gats. That's the great American trucking show. I'm back here with my co-host partner in crime. It's Kyle Cunningham. What's up, buddy? I am having the time of my life. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's trucker's heaven, man. You just got interviewed on another podcast. I did. It's just nonstop. All right, and now you're wetting your whistle with a with a little cup of pilot coffee right there? I, this is enough to get you through a drive shift. All right, so pilot and flying jade are the same thing. They are, and right. yeah, so you've got, you know, an eternal battle yeah. that happens between pilot and flying jade and loves. Okay, so wh- wh- which one, do you, where do you fall? It depends, man. See, here's the deal. I don't know if you know this, but yeah. every time you fill up over 50 gallons of diesel, yeah. you get a free shower. Okay. So they got that going for them. Yeah. The coffee at fly, Flying J and Pilot is exceptional. So are you saying that you, you'd only shower once every 50 gallons of gas? Well, I mean, you think, first off, sir, yeah. it's diesel. <laughs> okay. Son. Sorry. <laughs> the shale yeah. industry. Hey, man, it ain't gas. <laughs> yeah. It's fuel. It's fuel. All right. Uh, I would, no, I'd take a shower every day. I mean, yeah. you, you got to fill up every day. 50 gallon, I mean, 150 gallon tanks. Yeah. 75 on each side. So even if you just got top off, but I would rack up shower credits to the point where I would just be, you know, here's a credit. I don't care. Yeah. So, okay. Like, what, so since we're at the Great American Trucking mm-hmm. Show, you're a former driver, got your CDL. I sure do. Walk me through a day in the life of a driver. So you're on the road. It's no you, day. It's you, ever you're the same. waking up. You're yeah. waking up in your sleeper cab. You didn't get woken up by a cowbell like you did this morning here at the No, Indian that was Hotel. awesome. That was great. <laughs> yeah. yeah so what? Fun. So what happens? So how, how does your day start? Uh, it depends if you're under a load. You know, it's basically hop up. Yeah. I, I mean, I like staying at truck stops because of the fact that you know I can run inside, get some coffee, I come out. Yeah. Grab the grab the breaker bar and go out there and thump the tires and check the oil and look underneath, make sure nothing's flapping around or dragging the ground, and then you know hop in the cab, turn turn some radio on. If I was a truck driver now, I'd probably yeah. listen to what the truck. All right. Anything exciting happened during these days? I mean, you you know what's great? So I'll tell you what I used to do is, uh, you know, you get bored, right? Yeah. So I would call up. Easily. Yeah, very easily bored. So, um, you know, you got 11 hours, and I would call into the radio shows, whether they were conservative or liberal. Yeah. And I would take the complete opposite side. So I would call the, the conservative radio shows up. And I would, yeah. I would, Will you troll them? Yeah, I would troll them with the most liberal content possible, and then vice versa. And then, you know, try to see how far you can take it before they hang up on you. Yeah. What's the scariest thing that's ever happened to you when you're driving? Um, I, mean, I was on I-70, yeah. and it was, I, it was too icy. There was chain regulations, and I couldn't stop and chain up. And I had a flatbed trailer full of sulfuric acid on the back. So it was like 12 or 13 totes of yeah. just high-test sulfuric acid. And... You know, six, seven, eight inches of snow. Really scary stuff. Wow. But, yeah. This room has a capacity of 475 people. Yeah. I think we might break it today. I think so. <laughs> <And it's> just, <laughs> we only need about uh, 400 and, I don't know. We are... Uh, Plus more. I mean, we're, we're tapped out already. We've got right. some really awesome people coming on today. This has been a wild day. A wild day on Twitter for our <laughs> president, Donald Trump. A lot of talk with China. They announced some retaliatory tariffs. Let's get to the headlines because we have a ton of guests today. Yeah, you know, it's, it's very exciting. J.B. Hunt, Project 44, Gorilla Safety. <laughs> Best logo here yet. All right, Kyle. China is going to impose $75 billion in retaliatory tariffs against the United States of America. Can you believe it? It's so funny, brother, because as numbers get thrown out, and like you get so desensitized to a number like, ah, eh, $75 billion. Yeah. A trillion. I know. Like In the 80s when I was a kid, like a million was like a lot That's of money, so much. and now it's just like billions. And tr- it's yeah, just, it's like $75 billion. High. Yeah, they're like, Uber lost $6 billion. It's like yeah, and that's an achievement. That's what's, it's an achievement. Yeah, it's an achievement. Yeah, they're like, at least it wasn't eight. Right. Yeah. You could have lost more. Well, here we go. So China will impose additional tariffs on U.S. imports worth about $75 billion in response to the forthcoming tranche of U.S. tariffs across about $262 billion worth of goods from China in annual import value. China State Council announced that today, August 23rd, additional tariffs of 5 to 10% will be imposed in two batches on over 5,000 U.S. products, and they'll take effect on September 1st and December 15th, hmm. respectively, and I think they're coordinated with and when, when hours are going into effect. Yeah, it's like right around the corner. I mean, the, the powers that be, the hands that move the earth, um, you know, these, these two just monstrosities, talking yeah. tariffs affecting uh, apparel, TV, and monitors. So 
in the first phase, but then getting to phones, laptops, toys, and games, hey, and that's going to be in time for holiday season. So your holiday gifts might end up costing you a little more. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope some of that inventory is already here. <laughs> I sure hope so. You know, real t- retailers have it hard, too, because they have to figure out how to pass this on to the consumer, yeah. and there's not a ton of margin in that stuff. So No, dude. And they're also trying to compete with Amazon and one-day shipping, and like that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough to make a nickel in that space right now. Yeah. And you know, we've had plenty of articles by like our own chief economist, Ibrahim Bam, about the retail apocalypse. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, and this can't help. This can't help at all. It's either going to hurt. It's either going to hurt retailers, or it's going to hurt consumers. I still like or it's going to hurt logistics. Yeah, I do. Honestly, I mean, like going to the store, like hunter gatherer style. Yeah, well, there's some stuff that I need today that I'm not going to wait for, you know, two days. Sometimes the $15 is going to, you know, it's the time delta. Well, here's where it gets wonky, though. So Donald Trump speaking to reporters on August 21st, he said that he's the chosen one for confronting China on their trade policies. (laughs) 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 And he said, and you know what? (laughs) We're winning because we're the piggy bank. We're the one that all of these countries, including the European Union, wants to rob and take advantage of. When I think America, that's what I think. Yeah, he also ordered companies to stop doing business with China. Yeah, well, I mean, that's like, you know, the teacher telling you to stop talking in the back of the room, you know. Yeah, well, we're monitoring Twitter right now, too, because supposedly he's, he's going to be tweeting out. He About four hours ago, he put out a bunch of threats towards, you know, he said our country has lost stupidly trillions of dollars with China over many years. They've stolen our intellectual property, blah, blah. There's a whole thread here. He's just going, he's just going on about it. He yeah. said that there's going to be more actions from the United States today. If that comes up, we'll break it out to you. It's, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, straight from the, the source there. Yeah. Uh, did you ever think that this would be this way when you were a kid? Like, oh, like just just the fact that the president has like a, a way to just say his feelings at any point in time. No, when I was a kid, I probably thought it would be more likely, like if we're looking at Home Alone two, that Macaulay Culkin <laughs> would be president over Donald Trump. Just like I had to like guess, in right? Like Nineteen ninety. If you had to take the over under yeah. on that one, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's been if you're in the media, it's been interesting at least. Yeah, uh, if you're in finance, it has too. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you like volatility, it's yeah, been it's just been a beautiful time of volatility. Yeah, man. So let's, I mean, let's talk about right, moving on. Yeah, if that tweet comes through, we'll talk about it. Yeah. But... So okay, is it time for the brokers to turn the table on the shippers? From John Paul Hampstead. Today. I hope you tell me. So with truck, uh, truckload volumes, they're accelerating, and the spot rates across the country, they're holding steady, and that is confirmed within Sonar, looking at the outbound rejections as well. Uh, the freight brokers are wondering how to talk to their customers about the contract pricing. So since July 31st, FreightWaves has called a recovery in the freight market on the basis of sustained year-over-year volume growth, once again confirmed by Sonar. Yeah. The first such trend in 2019. So although the macroeconomic indices, uh, such as the PMI, and uh, the yield curve in the treasury markets continue to be bearish. The Freightways is noting that retail activity continues to be strong. So that's interesting. The retail activity is strong. It's just the competition to remain viable in the retail sector is extremely tight. So yeah, um, nobody wants to be Sears. You know, well, yeah, and you got Walmart, Target, and Nordstrom all posting stronger than expected earnings and provided guidance for growth in the back half of the year. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, brokers said this week that contract rates are being marked to market, adjusted up or down based on conditions at a faster tempo than the years past. As long as shippers think capacity is loose, they're naturally inclined to drive rates down as far as they can. And yeah. I mean, this is people just not honoring contract rates. We heard a lot about that because of the way capacity has been this year. I guess the bright spot has been in the past two weeks, we've been noticing that big uptick in volume. So, I mean, bright spot for carriers, obviously. For yeah. shippers, they might be, you know, they were probably enjoying this relief, especially with this swath of tariffs that's well when through. you're the one cool kid in the building it's easy you yeah. know when you've got a lot of uh, you know other people making noise so according to one chicago-based brokerage executive customers tend to act more quickly than in the past makes sense not only because the market is currently in their favor but because there have been major advances in the technology enabled services customers have to choose from i think looking at every single booth out there on that floor yeah is confirming that 100 percent yeah the optionality for technology, and we'll even speak to some people today about those facts. It's uh, it's unprecedented, man. Yeah, I mean, here, oh, so here's another thing coming up in holiday season, and it's the specter of Amazon in peak season. As it looms, there's stall talks between Atlas, ATSG, and Teamsters. So maybe some strikes looming here. For the second time in four months, unionized pilots flying cargo for airlines for Atlas Air, World 
Worldwide Holdings in its Southern Air Unit, uh, ABX Air, a unit of Air Transport Services Group. They descended on Cincinnati to protest the lack of traction in contract talks that have dragged on for several years. But the pilot's message wasn't meant as much for the ears of Atlas and ATSG executives as it was for another company more than 23,000 miles away. Hmm, interesting. Who could that be? None other <laughs> than Amazon.com. Amazon.com, the behemoth. So Amazon relies on Atlas and ATSG planes and their crews to deliver the shipments for Amazon Air. Yeah. They're not, they're not at the point where they have a network of their own Amazon airplanes yet. So about 20% of Atlas is 123 planes fly for Amazon. Just broke up with FedEx, too. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you can't get along, sometimes you just got to... Part ways. Maybe yeah. come back to it later. But now they got this coming up. Well, ATSG, they got about 30% of their capacity run on that. So Amazon also has a substantial, albeit minority, equity stake in Atlas and ATSG. So that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, who owns who, I guess, kind of thing. But uh, they're monitoring the ongoing disputes, and they're not pleased with their lack of resolution, as well as the snail's pace of progress, especially as the holiday season comes into focus. But... I mean, with unions, you know, speed isn't exactly what you think of. Well, and they know when to leverage. Yeah. And it's a great time to leverage. They know peak season's coming up. They know people have to get that holiday inventory yeah. in. And they know that Amazon has put themselves in a corner with that promise of one-day shipping. Yeah. And that's usually our freight. It's got to bring that it's, over. It has to be. It's I mean, there's be for really... a lot of this stuff to get those stocks in, in the warehouses. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And Amazon expects record volumes this season, too. So. And, I mean... It only continues. As always. I mean, they continue you know the, to grow. Have you seen those dash buttons? Have you seen those things? Yeah, you know what? But I, I didn't. They used to not be able to customize them. You'd have to have like a tie, like a tie dash yeah. one, and a t- it seemed like there'd be. It, it seemed convoluted. You just have a wall full of buttons where yeah. you just keep pressing, yes. pressing, pressing. All right. So Flexport, rapid growth flies into the international trade turbulence. It's been six years since Flexport changed uh, onto the charge on the international freight forwarding scene with a vision of using tech as a clear differentiation against thousands of competitors globally. First shipment 2014, and it's now crafted an image as a market disruptor, winning a billion in venture capital from SoftBank Visions Fund, which is like just ginormous. And yeah. then uh, coming on the market valuation, $3.2 billion, that's like a unicorn with three horns. Yeah. So not really, it's just like a tricorn, right? Absolutely. Man. So looks like we got some guests showing up. Yeah, I think that's. I think I see Shelly Simpson right over in that audience. So maybe we'll have her come up right now. Come on Let's down. Who needs the news? <laughs> hey, Shelly. <Hi. laughs> Welcome to the show. So good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. Awesome. Hey, well, okay. There's a little clip on there if you just throw it right on okay. your collar. Got you. We were your booth is the first one we stopped at, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah, we were playing we both, a virtual yeah. reality trucking simulator. Okay, what'd you think of that? I thought it was very fun. Yeah, yeah. it's very lawnmower man esque. Yeah, did you win? Well, what is winning? Well, like <laughs> his winning's so trying, and I won. <laughs> I got I got like fifty five points. Yeah, you're at fifty five. I was at yeah. like sixty six. That's yeah. good. Yeah, it's, but it stay was to fun. your day jokes. Well, you yeah. know what was happening? I was <laughs> I was trying to go for three with the like the trash buckets, and um, and then I dug myself in a hole. Yeah. And, like, I'd, I'd had to keep going for threes, and then it just time ran out. Cool. <laughs> so you guys launched 360 Bucks at Transparency 19. Can you tell the folks a little bit about 360 Bucks and then a little bit of, you know, kind of how that's been going for you all? Sure. Yeah. So let me just talk about 360 Please. in general. Absolutely. I think that'll help set, up, set the stage of where Box really came from. So, uh, you know, several years ago, we were working with our customers, and they wanted to do business differently. Mm-hmm. Um, than having to call us. And so yeah. we started working with them, and that's really when we started Shipper 360, mm-hmm. which was really just an easy way to come online, track and trace. You could book a shipment if you wanted to. Pretty simple. We were in the middle of a marketing meeting, mm-hmm. and they said we had 800,000 hits to Shipper 360, which was shocking that's, to uh, us. a lot. Because we hadn't done a ton of, of um, advertising to that. But what yeah. the head of marketing said at the time is what you'll be more interested is that the fourth most trafficked reason to come to jbant.com was if you were a carrier trying to actually get a shipment or do business with jb hunt and that one page that they found was embedded in several different clicks it was a 10 year old map and they had done that one million times and we said wait a minute we actually have the components of a true marketplace wow so we have the shipper side we have the carrier side what if we were to create what is now known as 360 marketplace that's awesome and that was a big change for us and so it spent us a couple 
we took a couple of years just trying to think about what would the business case be and how should we do that and how we really think about revolutionizing the business. So that's when we launched Marketplace internally, April of 2017. We really didn't go to market until last year. Mm-hmm. And as you know, we hit over a billion dollar run rate here earlier this year. Yeah, you guys are just doing big stuff. Well, part of that is just listening to carriers. So Mm -hmm. right now you walked into our booth, we're right in the middle of interacting with carriers, uh, you know, through this entire conference, but also taking them through roundtables, UX design. We're on version three, install six. Mm -hmm. So we're constantly iterating on that process. But one of the things we heard very early on for both shippers and carriers was, what do you think about doing... 360 with drop trailers. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first big idea that our customers really pushed us in on and said, we really want you to think about doing something different there. And so 360 box, mm-hmm. uh, that idea formed. Yeah. And that really allows our shippers to gain access to 2.9 million of the 3.5 million drivers available in the market so awesome. uh, by utilizing our trailer and interacting in the marketplace. Right on. Shelly, what's your takeaway from uh, GATS this year? Uh, You know, I would say for us, our first, you know, a couple of years ago, we were just introducing people to 360 Mm -hmm. and what that meant. Now they really want to see what's coming next. They they understand that they can give feedback and what that can look like. Um, So we've had great connectivity overall. You know, it's funny. Everybody says they want to be a digital broker, but are they really? Mm, Yeah. It really comes down to, are you really at the heart of creating the most efficient transportation network in North America. And if you are, then you're probably doing it right. If you're doing it because everybody else is doing it, you're probably not doing it right. And so, um, you know, when I was listening, well, everybody has a load board. Well, load board's not transformational. Mm. Yeah. We've always had load boards, whether it's on paper or searching online. Absolutely. But being able to connect, creating transparency, it, it totally changes it. So I would say carriers are more excited than we've ever seen them, and right. they really have adopted into this space. I'm, I'm glad you said that, because sometimes I see some of these tech demos, and it's pretty clear that the people designing them are not from the <laughs> the, the freight side of the business, because you're like, how does this integrate? Like, it yeah. seems like maybe they've read a couple of books, or they, it looks like they're looking at the problem the wrong way. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say this. I mean, certainly there's great tech companies. Yeah. Um, but we do not believe and we will not subscribe to technology replacing people. Mm, yeah. We don't think that's going to happen. Well, I, I just got to give you a compliment as well. Is that from everybody that I met at J.B. Hunt, whether at the conference or at the Omni or just around the nicest people. Oh, thank you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, so that's like friendly. Welcoming and, team. It's good. Yeah. Good. And well, I love that. Nothing but good things. I learned a lot about Arkansas. Okay. So Yeah, it's I, not yeah. not too bad of a place. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I have to make a trip out there. Yeah. You yeah. have to. We'd yeah. love to host you. Razorbacks. Absolutely. Thank you so much for stopping yeah. by. Yeah. It's so good to see you. How can people learn more about JB Hunt? You know what? Real simple. JBHunt.com. Easy place to click on for carriers. If you're not a carrier with us, you can sign up online and be searching on 360 within minutes and start hauling your first loop. Well, we have a gift for you. Yeah. Ah, oh, what, what? Take one what of these it? home. Okay. It's, it's the world's largest truck. And okay. I've, but I have one last question before she's allowed to go. So that you have this robot roaming around. Yeah. Okay, so what's inside that thing? How smart is that thing? Uh, well, <laughs> it's smarter than me. Okay. <laughs> is yeah. it like R2-D2 level smart? Or uh, is it remote well, control? Uh, hopefully, it's, I think it's remote control. You okay. just don't see the person in the okay. right. <laughs> Outsmarted me. It outsmarted me as well. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a win. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks so have much. Have a great conference. Yeah. See you soon. Take it easy. All right. Thank you. Who's going to be next? Let's next? Is see. Are going to hear from XBO? I think we're still waiting on that one. Gorilla Safety. Gorilla Safety, come on. Come guys. on down. It's Miguel Cruz. Miguel. Gorilla Safety. I'm actually bringing gifts, too. Oh, oh my I man. I love it. I love it. It knows the way to our hearts. Yeah, that's awesome. You Look Thank you, sir. Welcome aboard. I like the logo, too. I really do. Clip, clip that one on, and let's learn a little bit about gorilla safety. Sure, sure. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. We're doing great. Tell, great. tell folks at home your name and where you're from. Well, I'm Miguel Cruz. We are based out of a, a suburb north of Houston, Texas, in Spring, Texas. Okay. Um, gorilla safety came about uh, in 2013. The idea was, was built up in 2013 by two uh, owners, and both of, those, both of the owners were in the uh, insurance space. Mm-hmm. 
And the premise behind Gorilla Safety was let's make a solution that is based on risk management mm -hmm. and driver accountability. And that was the start of everything right there. So the idea is, you know, how are you guys making sure that you guys are doing your DVIRs and yep. are, you know, taking care of, making sure that your drivers are actually doing what they need to do on a day-to-day -day basis? And are you able to train these guys and reward the drivers that are doing the right the right things yeah. and maybe, uh, you know, catch capture some training and do some training for the ones that are not? Yeah, um, awesome. And quickly. So well, I used to drive, and I mean, it's, you know, no joke. If you get get a little lazy sometimes, you think, well, eh, the trailer's fine. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So having a way to, to measure that and actually capture that. It's so really tell, yeah, so I'll be the guy who doesn't know. So what exactly are you guys talking about? I'm a little lost. So we, <laughs> we, we do a fleet management solution. Yeah. Right? And that fleet management solution for us is a little bit different than just an EOD, right? Okay. We are in the EOD space, but we do a holistic one-stop shop type solution. So the one thing that makes us different than, for example, everyone else that, that's in our space is that we do a closed-loop pad repair maintenance suite. So the driver can now do his DVIR. He can inspect his vehicle. What is a DBIR? It's a, it's a, I'm sorry, driver vehicle inspection report. So it's okay. basically the inspection of the truck. So he's going around the truck and taking a look for any deficiencies. And we track that. We track, we keep very, very uh, intense records on what, what the drivers are doing and not doing. So again, we can correct them along the way. So we make sure through three different algorithms whether they actually go around the vehicle. Hmm whether they actually take the 15 minutes required to complete the, de the, the vehicle inspection. And another one that I can't really talk about because, to be honest with you, I don't understand it well myself. Okay. So, <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's what yeah. sets people apart, man. Exactly. But um, once he completes that inspection, yeah. if he finds a deficiency and he closes his DVIR, it automatically creates a repair maintenance work order for him. Wow, that's really so, smart. So it closes that loop. Once that back shop does that repair work, it goes right back to the driver so that the driver can sign it off. Now you guys are based out of what, Spring, Texas? We're out of Spring, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Where's yeah. that down by Houston? It's down, it's just north of Houston. It's yeah. The better part of are Houston. Are you a Texans fan? Is uh, anyone I'm Texas? not. People I'm are really Texans fans? So I, I've got to share a quick story with you guys. Yeah. I, I'm not a Texas fan. I'm from South Florida. So I'm okay. a University of okay. Miami fan and a Dolphins yeah. fan. Yeah. And uh, Mark Walton, who's our, our CEO, happens to be an FSU alum. Uh, so if you yeah. saw us this weekend, we're wearing orange and green shirts strategically chosen by me. Oh, there you wow. Go, they combat that. There you <laughs> that go. Florida State. There you go. I was going to ask that. And the logo. So how did you guys come up with like, why Gorilla Safety? So the logo was a uh, unique design and unique uh, idea. And uh, Mark is actually an incredible marketing mind. You know, he saw some power in animals, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of the branding that goes out there um, with, with animals is, is just works well. Geico, the Geico yeah, commercial. Sure. So for us, we wanted a powerful uh, type of, of animal to represent what we thought was a change in the in the industry. So for us, we chose a gorilla. Makes good sense. I love the orange, too. Yeah, yeah. He's almost yeah. like Kong-esque. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's only yeah. got one eye out there, right? It's half in there. He's kind of just looking at you and he's staring at you the whole he's time. He's like, do, do your DVR. Yeah, yeah do exactly. Your DVR. He looks a little angry. He looks, he does, a little but angry. looks like if you like, it looks like you could warm up to him. You know, he looks angry, but it looks like he has a heart. I, I would think he has, I would hope he has a heart. <laughs> he just looks upset. You know, he looks like that guy that's been driving for 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Where can they find you out there on the floor? They can go ahead and find us at booth 1745 or they can get online at www.gorillasafety.com. Um, we're we're excited to get to hear. Uh, it's the world's largest truck. I can see. I yeah, can, it even it, comes it, with a magnifying glass. It's yeah. bigger than the one I got, but it's really cool. It's <laughs> yeah. really cool. <laughs> it's a big deal. It comes with a magnifying glass. What's your takeaway from Gats? What do you what do you want to what do you want everyone to, before you leave? What what do you you said what you want everyone to know, but what are you what are you taking in? Well, one, we're getting a lot of feedback. We're getting a lot of feedback from the drivers and from the people that are out there. Um, we want to make sure that our product is streamlined to represent the drivers that are there. Those are the guys that are using it. It's uh, you want to make it simple, and these guys are giving us so much information. Years ago, it was about brand branding and getting our brand out there, and now it's no longer that. Now it's showing them what we have available for them, and then getting their feedback to make our our product better. Wow, that is great stuff. Thank you. Here. Thank you, guys. You got it. You got it. Like, oh, bang that. Man, man gonna, I am ready to bang it. Ooh, awesome. I love it. I think you woke up the whole building. <laughs> That's the way you got to do it, Miguel. Thanks so much. It's a shirt. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. We got Oh, this gentleman from Chevron. Here we come. Oh, I'm interested for this. Yeah, yeah. come on up. Oh, it's James Booth, right? Yes, it is. James Booth. We were at your, uh, what was it, the Devro Technology? It's Del Dello. Dello Technology. Talking about some high-level concepts. Yeah, they were, they were mentioning there was VR in there, right? Virtual reality and augmented reality, yeah. Awesome. JB Hunt had the, the VR headsets, too. The yeah, we got to, yeah, so we, we couldn't, we, we saw your presentation yesterday. We had to come over and run this. 
So we got to take a stop by the trailer. So tell folks at home your name and, and kind of what you do and where you're from. Sure. Uh, so James Booth, I'm the Delo commercial sector manager. So I manage the Delo product line in North America, and that includes a variety of lubricants from engine oils, axle oils, transmission fluids, and our greases and, uh, and coolants. Awesome. And that's a technology lab, right? Yeah. Um, so the emphasis is really on the, on the education. Um, and we even give some lab experiences. So uh, for those who sign up to a number of our events, actually we're going to send out um, coolant test kits. They can put the coolant in it, come back to the lab, and then we'll actually do, do an assessment about uh, uh, the condition of the coolant and give them some recommendations. So why is that important, just for people who wouldn't know? What, why is this technology needed? What is its service? So the, the primary purpose is uh, education. Yeah. And... Um, what we've learned is some people see some of these products as, as commodities or in terms of their service practices or how they apply them in their maintenance shop um, may not be optimal. And so by giving more information about the, the type of product or how they should be used, uh, we better serve our, our customer base and uh, help help grow their business. And ultimately, if we help grow their business, we help grow our own business. Of so course. this is really... Uh, the motivation behind behind it. I've got a question. Where do you see the technology? Uh, well, first off, how long have you been in the lubricant space? Are you a, is it a chemistry background for you? Uh, my, me personally? Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually my, uh, um, I, well, embarrassed to say this, my background, I actually have a PhD in tribology. Oh, wow. So tribology is a study of uh, friction and friction and wear. So um, I, I've come through the, the ranks in, from a formulation standpoint. What did you do your dissertation on? Uh, here we go. So electrostatic yeah. monitoring, condition monitoring of valve train wear. Exactly. I know all about it. Have you ever yeah. won a it's science a fair? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> no. I think, okay. I think you win this one today. Yeah. Yeah. So where so, what's the future? Where do we where where is lubricant where where are we going? What's next? So it's all about enabling the OEMs to deliver uh, more fuel efficient engines. Mm -hmm. um, so the direction we see there is uh, low viscosities, and that with that also we see to be able to get there is higher temperatures. So right. being able to make sure that you fully protect the equipment uh, with these lower viscosities and. Uh, whether the high temperatures. So that typically is taking us into the synthetic space mm -hmm. uh, with these lower viscosity products. Wow, that's exciting stuff. Yeah. How much has oil changed since, I don't know, the 80s to now? It's changed a great deal. Yeah. And in, in fact, I would even look back, probably the greatest change is over the last 20 years with successive EPA um, emissions requirements has driven changes in hardware design. And we've seen changes in the um, combustion chamber uh, we've seen changes in terms of the fueling strategy and then after-treatment systems. We, we're now at a state where basically the after-treatment system is as expensive as the, the engine Absolutely. It, and a little bit, and it can cause a lot of trouble if it, yeah. if it yeah. goes wrong. So. so taking care of all of those parts of the, 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 the engine and the after-treatment system is pretty, pretty important. And so we've come, we've came, come a, long, a long way with the additive technology that goes into lubricants. Well, what's yeah. next for Dello? What, what do you, so you, you kind of premiered it here, right? Yep. You let the cat out of the bag. You've got yep. the trailer. You've got the VR thing. You've got a whole campaign behind it. So are you taking the show on the road? What, yep. What's up next for you, James? Uh, in terms of the traveling technology lab, yeah. uh, we're going to be, um, we want to make sure that we get broad access to, to all of our customer base. So it's great to be here, particularly for some of the, the drivers and owner operators. We also like to reach out to those folks at truck stops and OE dealers. Uh, we'll also be uh, at uh, um, uh, um, trade show, other trade show events. So next week we're going to be at Farm Progress. Great. And then later in the year we'll be at ATA's MCE, um, and there uh, that's predominantly a, a larger fleet uh, uh, event. And then we work with our distributors and even community events. Well, hopefully we see you at Freightways Live in Chicago. Yeah, and if you're yeah. ever in Chattanooga, stop by. Here's a truck. I don't know if this one needs an oil change, but. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. James, you want to give it a hit? Why, do, you, do you know what? I was a drummer. So. Oh, oh. So, all right. So you never know what's inside people. Yeah. yeah. So what, what are you looking for? Do your, do your, do your worst. Do your Ooh, you put Nick Austin to shame. Yeah, he's got, he's got the style. <laughs> Thanks so much for stopping by, James. Thank, Thank you, you very much for having me. Great presentation yesterday. Cheers. All right. We got a pretty good crowd here yeah, going on now. What's coming up next here? Is David Beard, is he coming up? David Beard, my David man, Beard. come on down. <laughs>
Somehow I've made this David giant Beard cup from of Beard Solutions last the nearly entire show. You bring the David, I'll bring the beard. Can I be your logo? Sir? Can I be your logo? <laughs> no, you can't. You know, I, a friend of mine, when I started, like, said, here's the real beard solutions, and he sent a picture of his beard. That's yeah. hilarious. That's what will. David, tell the folks at home what you do, where you're from. All right. I'm, uh, we're out of Frisco, Texas. Yeah. We do, I mean, we, what, we bring business expertise, leadership expertise, operational expertise together in a pragmatic and practical way and drive uh, commercial change, drive commercial visions, and help with revenue and with profit. So that that's sounds what we awesome. Like to do. So you're a Sonar subscriber. I am, yes. And a happy Sonar subscriber. I am very happy. I tell you what, you guys, it, it made my job a hell of a lot easier. That is good to hear. Um, and, 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 and I just, and I let people know that yeah. it, I don't try to pretend it's me right. on a lot of this stuff. And, and, and the reason is, it's like a lot of companies that I work with, I'm going to tell you a story. Please. We've got a little time. All um, I, I, a lot of my clients are, they're, they're, imagine corporate headquarters, right? Bunch of cubes, flickering light, you know, kind of the doom three thing going. And, and they're in this, and they're just focused on their own data. They're focused on their own Excel. They're focused on that. And they don't have the first clue of what's happening macroeconomically, right? So think about, I don't know if you guys talked about this earlier, but I mean, I think the Dow is down 700 right now. Um, oh, well. because of this, because we're going to play the China game, right? Yeah. Forget the politics, but we're playing the China game, so here we go. Uh, and so, but that's a macroeconomic impact, and I would say 98% of the people sitting at corporate headquarters right now don't even know that's happening, mm -hmm. right? And they don't know the impact. Is it. So, so you remember when the prices went up. So Q4 27, let's get in the Wayback Machine. Q4 2017, what happened? Transportation costs went up, went through the roof. And I was, I had two clients at the time, and I mean, I was getting my tail, because I'm going to keep it GPG. Sure. I was getting my tail whipped on a daily basis. And it was right around Christmas. And so what I did is I had another buddy, and he ran a supply chain, but he, we were just buddies, he wasn't a client. And so I went and met him for soda pops, coffee, whatever you want to call it, with a few drinks. And, and I just walked into the place. I'm like, what's going on, dude? How, how are you? And he's like, oh, we don't, we're, we're good. I'm like, there's no way you're good. I mean, what are you doing? They're like, no, we're good. I'm mm -hmm. like, call me when you figure out something's wrong. Yeah. And February 14th, he didn't call for Valentine's Day. He <laughs> called to tell me. He's like, you need to get in here right now because I don't know what the hell's going on, but everything just broke loose. Yeah. And it's because their invoices were three months in arrears. Right? So now guess what? Sonar, mm -hmm. I, we can now bring that sort of thing to bear for clients so we can we can say hey these things are happening in the economy these are you can get ahead of them you can be pro proactive and predictive and 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 visual right so i Absolutely. like to be visual i do a lot of slides and stuff like that we so have anyway. the guys from map well he just said slides next time you come to chattanooga you're okay. gonna have to buy the whole office donuts oh is that the bad word it's not a slide it's a chart chart okay no, it's all right it's all right <laughs> so bitter <laughs> David, he, this is a man who's had to buy donuts before. Right, yeah, right. No, I gotta donuts. say, I'll send some donuts out. Hey, man, David, how can people reach out? Yeah, to you? how can they uh, okay? Fun? So there's a few ways. One, um, and, and so the thing is, I've gone through my whole life. Mm -hmm. B e a i r d. Oh, there's an i in there. This, this yeah, right. There's, there's no i in team, but a, yeah. i in beard these days, obviously. But but so so something happened when we immigrated, and it should have been beard, but it's beard with an i. So, uh, so anyway, I gotta spell it every time I do anything in my life. Of course. Yes. But, uh, it's Beard Solution, Beard Solution, B-E-A-I-R-D Solutions.com. Very proud of that website. Same thing for, we're in Twitter, Beard Solutions on Twitter. LinkedIn, hit me up there, and, and, and we like to drop a, a lot of, uh, information and we give stuff away for free. So, um, but again, pragmatic, real world kind of stuff. What is that bling? Like, what is that ring on your finger? By That's way? my college ring. Oh, there wow. you go. Where'd, Where'd you, you go? go? West Point. Nice. There you go. A little, little army. My first supply chain was a field artillery. Yeah, yeah that'll teach you a lot. <laughs> David, thanks, thanks so guys. much. Appreciate Take care. Enjoy well, that David. a good one. All right. All right. Next up, we have Miss Myrna from XPL. Ooh, great. Come on up. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Myrna. Welcome. Hello. There's your microphone. Coming us out of North Carolina, Charlotte, North Carolina, home of Ric Flair. Yeah, well, I do come from Chicago. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have offices all around the United States and globally as well. And I don't think I I need to introduce XPO. XPO is a, yeah. a giant in logistics industry, and uh, I'm I'm happy to be part of the team. Well, Brad Jacobs was at Transparency 19. 
Correct. It's now called Freight Waves Live. Chicago, your hometown this November. Yes, yes it is. That's so We're awesome. Excited about it. I hope to see you there. Yes, definitely. So what, can you, what's XPO here to do today? Yeah. Okay, so uh, we have an exciting uh, booth and team. Uh, we are meeting with a lot of different carriers and drivers, and they're excited to learn more about our digital products and how we can enable them to be more independent and basically have their own schedule that works around the revenue that they want to achieve. Excellent. And so what's, what's it called? Drive XBO. That it is. And yeah. so <laughs> we have an exciting announcement to make. The what Drive is XBO is going to be a proud sponsor of Night Shift starting September. So we're looking really forward to being able to... Oh, congratulations. Yeah, can, can thanks, you hit XBO. The cowbell, for that? Yeah, yes. you got to hit a cowbell for that. Woo! So like we're really excited. Gavel on Wall Street. I, I went by today, and I had a look at the app and a really detailed look and got to see real production and performance out of it. I'm really excited to be able to tell all the small carriers across the country how they can find a brand new solution to be able to keep rolling. Because one thing we talk about at Freight Waves is the idea of keeping your wheels turning. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's going to give you the ability to do so and the ability to, you know, not just have an app, but you can actually reach out and you can talk to people as well. You can Absolutely. do that negotiation. So it's a huge thing, something that you're not seeing on any other platform. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited. So. Well, we are totally excited, and we are getting like such a positive uh, response from from drivers and carriers that are stopping by our booth and the existing users. We uh, we have a, a strong uh, driver community. Obviously, the the app is mainly targeting owner operators because they're able to quickly search and find loads. Uh, they are able to see the prices. They're able to name their own uh, price and really book uh, loads with, within a couple of seconds, right? And and do the business with XBO digitally, right? Yeah. But I do want to let you know, and the the rest of the audience, that that we uh, do support uh, bigger size carriers because we are allowing them to. Uh, you know, manage their fleet, dispatch their fleet through app as well. So this is one another unique uh, feature that we offer to our driver community. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So it is. It's for everybody. Yeah. Who we've been talking to at Gats? How, how do you how do you feel about the event? Do you think you're getting the message out there? Have you met a curious cross section of people? We sure have up here, and we were talking a lot about that yesterday. We met way more people from the tech community. And way more tech focus than I think that I was thinking coming to the Great American Truck Show. I thought it would have been a lot of like truck paint jobs and trucker hats and, and that, but it was it was actually maybe forty five percent tech here this year. Very oh, yeah. surprising. It's yeah. Yes, it is. I've noticed that too. Uh, we stopped uh, at, at a couple of booths, and they also come to us, and we exchange, you know, our experiences. Uh, the energy is amazing. I love it. Today really shows the, the the passion that comes from all these, you know, different carriers and drivers, and a lot of drivers, at least the ones that have been stopping at our booth and, and checking out Drive, are eager to find out how can they become more independent. You Excellent. Know, if, I, I hear that a lot, for sure. Right. If they have the right tools, right, they, they are more likely to, to make that big step forward. Seems like the kind of job you take because you want to be independent as well. Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of a solitary lifestyle. And I imagine like the person that would gravitate towards it doesn't necessarily like being told what to do, especially by some dispatcher barking at them on the other end of a line. No, I mean, seeing the app itself being able to scan through. I saw some amazing stuff today. Yeah. So I saw a run that was only four miles away from my current location, and it was a 17-mile run, and it was paying like $284. A, a mile? No, like $284. Oh, bucks. $284. Okay. Like, if you only had, say, you had like three or four hours on your clock, Yeah. well, you're not just having to sit, drink, you know, Pilot Flying J coffee out of tiny cups. Yeah. You can get in the truck and actually go work. You can make that decision. Yeah. So. We could have just set the after we set this table up. We could have like left three hours earlier. I could have. I could have. We could have done a load truck. for you guys. Well, here's a truck, <laughs> the world's largest truck. So we'll get you guys some trucks as well. Take them home for the desk. And Mirna, how can people reach out? Uh, so definitely go to the App Store or um, the Google Play. Yeah. Uh, download Drive XPO in case you're not. Uh, already doing business with us, make sure that you sign up. You're going to be signed up in a couple of minutes and ready to go. And just to clarify, they get access to the full idea of everything that's inside of XBO, correct? Absolutely. Wow. They're going to have visibility to our freight. Yep. That is so awesome. Thank you so much for stopping Thank by. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Thank you, Mirna. Thank All right. you.
We'll stop by and say hey uh, to y'all later. Who's coming up next? I think we've got, let's see here, Project 44, come on down. Looking forward to it. You know what I had earlier? I had, I see your coffee already. You got this little cup, and I got like the maximum nitro brew, which was, they, they say it's got twice the caffeine, but the cup was like half as big, so that's how they awesome. get you. Have you, I mean, have you had any of the, the little driver's friend tablets? I have. They're like Tums that also <laughs> taste like, I don't know, they've been hanging out in the bottom of a bag of coffee. <laughs> they do the trick, though. They do the, they do the job. Yeah. What's up, man? I'm Kyle. Yeah. TJ. Nice, nice to meet you, TJ. Nice to meet you, TJ. Give us a What's rundown. Up? Tell me, what is Project 44? I see it a lot. People see it a lot. What's, sure. a, what's well, the rundown? I'm glad you guys are seeing it. So that, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so before I really talk about Project 44, I really want to talk about kind of what's been happening. Sure. Um, so, you know, you, I don't know, I'm a big Amazon user. Yeah. So as sure. a consumer, right, I, I order stuff. I expect this Amazon-like delivery experience, right, w whether it's Amazon or other people I order from. Yeah. Those same people the next day go to the office, and previously they couldn't have that type of experience, right? But now in business-to-business, business, companies really uh, are looking for that Amazon-like experience. And that's where we're able to, to offer shippers, 3PLs, and facilitate that with the carriers that they use and the owner operators. That's what really Project 44 is about, so we can provide visibility to all the parts of the ecosystem. Excellent. And, I mean, without sharing too much, obviously, I'm sure it's a lot of proprietary stuff, how do you guys accomplish that feat? Yeah, so as I mentioned, so, you know, shippers, 3PL, uh, are our customers. Yeah. And so they, they uh, you know, we offer the services to them. Um, and then uh, their carriers or independent operators, whoever the, they, they use to move freight, uh, would join our carrier network. Gotcha. And so that's why we're here at GATS to really promote our carrier network, uh, really uh, not only interact with them, but also interact with our other partners, so we have great partners here, JB Hunt, uh, Keep Trucking, OmniTrax, all of these are really partners in this ecosystem, and we're really trying to solve all of this efficiently through mm -hmm. technology. Would be calling you a visibility tool selling you short? I, I think it is. I mean, we would call ourselves advanced visibility, yeah. uh, because you know, just getting a dot on the map, that's great, but that's not very sexy, right? So, yeah. Um, it, it's more about providing an ETA, so you think of you know, shippers, I mean, there's there's facilities where they have an inbound freight or where they're delivering to a customer. They want to know when things are going to arrive at their dock mm -hmm. for they can plan appropriate, right? So it helps the shippers, the 3PLs, to make things more efficient when, when trucks arrive. But more importantly, um, also for the carriers, the drivers, they want to be efficient, right? They want to go in there. Just heard you talk about hours of service, right? Mm -hmm. If they can get in and out of a facility, they have more hours, they can go and make more money, right? Absolutely. And that's where we're trying to solve this entire ecosystem, make everything run more efficiently with the technology that's available. So there's direct technology we can use to connect direct to the carriers of the 3PLs, also through ELDs, um, so uh, you know, keep trucking, Omnitracks, et cetera. Um, and we can provide that visibility so those drivers don't have to get you know, check calls, nobody from mm. dispatch, nobody from their customers are calling them and bothering them. So really making them more efficient and, as I mentioned, also helping reduce dwell times. Um, so, for example, with check, sol check calls, we've seen a reduction uh, beyond 80% for the oh, drivers wow, that, have, that have joined our, our network. Um, you know, in addition, dwell times have obviously decreased as yeah. well. So, you know, we're trying to make everybody um, more efficient in the space. And, and that's unique because we're... Um, you know, we're, we're independent, we're neutral party, and so we're in a unique position in this ecosystem to be able to really help all of those parties, shippers, 3PLs, carriers, owner-operators, independent drivers. Yeah, so visibility was like, when I was working for a 3PL, it's like Domino's Pizza with their pizza tracker had better, better visibility than most 3PLs. I got shippers did of their own freight. You, you just had no idea when stuff was coming, whether it was in the water or in a truck. So it's great yeah. to see more visibility being put in there. So that's not even selling it short. It's just like it's something the industry has really needed, too. Yeah. It's just that, that the, to know where your freight is. Yeah. No, it's is that can, too much to ask? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you can order this thing on Amazon, and you can get real-time tracking on it, yeah. right? So, I mean, shippers, 3PLs are entrusting carriers and drivers with hundreds, sometimes million dollars worth of goods, and before they had no idea where stuff was, mm. right? So... You know, we're trying to really make everybody in this uh, you know, transportation ecosystem efficient. But part of that means you have to monitor the trucks more, right? And then we hear the other argument is that truckers think they're being too monitored now with cameras in the cabs and the GPS on their truck and the ELDs and sure. all of this. 
what do you say to like an argument like that where truckers think they're being too modern? Kyle, do you think that there's too much modern? Well, going a quick on quick story. So I was hauling in wintertime right before Super Bowl. It yeah. was uh, Patriots Seahawks back then. I had a trailer full of blank blue shirts, and I was stuck at the top of a mountain because I couldn't come down for a snowstorm. And I think I got like 400 shekels because I just couldn't move. And I mean, if you have a solution to where you know one or two, okay, sure. By by really legitimately like 15 calls, you, you know, you start feeling like does this person not trust me? Yeah. And then talking about the mentality of drivers, if you lose that concept of a mutual trust. Then everyone's just upset, and that's no good. Yeah, so as opposed to just putting a dot on the map, if there was an updated ETA that had a reason of why mm-hmm. that uh, you know that truck wasn't moving because you're in a snowstorm, well, right. there's weather events, right? There's social events. There's other things that are going on uh, that technology can actually solve. We have that information, so you know why not provide uh, you know some information to us so we can help service your customers more, but also make you more efficient, reduce that dwell time. Um, and you know, basically try to try to solve this for the industry. Where does the uh, forty-four come from? So, it's an interesting question. I figured <laughs> that might come up. So, um, if you're familiar with history of the highway system mm-hmm. in the U.S., so everybody's familiar with Route 66. Sure. It actually starts in Chicago, which is ironically where the original Project 44 office started as well. Um, so that moved from Chicago all the way out to uh, to California. Mm-hmm. Which was fine, but you know, over time the highway wasn't that great. It wasn't very efficient. Um, you know, there needed to be some upgrade, and that's when uh, Highway 44 came about, which was the first major highway to intersect Route 66. So it was an iterative improvement. So when Project 44 started, everybody was talking about EDI is the best thing in technology we can do, and, and we knew that you know APIs, which mm-hmm. is a much more efficient real-time uh, way yeah. to communicate, is a lot better, and so. That's where we see ourselves as Highway 44. We're that iterative improvement in this transportation ecosystem, specifically around technology. Good stuff. Where can they find you out there? Uh, Project44.com. You can also uh, email, as far as the carriers out there, email carrier services at Project 44. Uh, Also, we have an app on um, Android and uh, and Apple as well, the Apple Store. So we have a DriveView app, uh, which is also downloadable for specifically driver-focused. Excellent. Good well, stuff. Give it a ring and, and, and it's the world's largest yeah. trip right. for you. Yeah. Parting yeah. gift. Beautiful Thanks stuff. so much. Thank you. Have Thanks, a great man. show. Oh, you actually get a real full-size Freightline Sonar truck for the best in show. No, I'm just awesome. kidding. I didn't say that. That's not true. <laughs> All right. One day. <laughs> take care. Take care. Let's That'd see. That'd be awesome to have our own Freightways truck, though. We could just uh, one day. That's the only reason I work here. Yeah. Just, oh, um, this is one day that I'm, may happen. I'm holding out to be able to drive yeah. a truck again. Who's next? I, I don't know. I don't, Who hasn't been up? Just come oh, on. Sure. come on right down. Oh, look at those hats. Oh, oh, yes. Can I? Oh, man. What does this say on Thank it? Thank you. Calm data. Calm data. I love Justin. it. I love it. I love it. Kyle, nice to meet you. Tuner, nice to meet you. I think you know a lot of people that we know. I gotta make this a little bit. Lisa McGinty. Oh yeah. And uh, Mr. Reed Clements. Yes, I know him. As well. uh, Mr. Phil right, Moody. I do. Yeah. So these. I've already got this. Is too distracting. Is that distracting? <laughs> I don't know. Is it distracting you? <laughs> no. It's kind of distracting me. I've been looking yeah. at it. You're living day. in the future yeah. now. Yeah. It is. I know. It's kind of our blue. It's like Freightways blue. So. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. All right. So, yeah. so what's going on, Justin? How's it going? Yeah, it's going well. You know, we're uh, fellow Tennessee guy, Brentwood, Tennessee. Yep, yeah, we're Brentwood, Tennessee. Yeah, ComDad has uh, been headquartered there for about 50 years now. Um, but yeah, we're excited to be here at GATS, uh, second day for us, and uh, it's been a great show so far. So, what is, what, yeah, what's yeah. ComData? Yeah. Tell what us. is ComData? Well, what, yeah, a lot of people know what ComData was. Yeah. What is ComData now? Today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny you ask that. So ComData, you know, being a 50 year old company, has been a lot of things in the industry and has been around forever. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I talked to my team about this idea of technology and fintech, right? Yeah. It's such a big thing in the in the in the payment space today is this idea of fintech. And it's funny, we were in fintech before fintech was really a cool thing, right? So we were doing financial technology in the trucking industry yeah. you know way back in the in the 60s and 70s way back in the day um, but what's interesting about that for us is that it it gives us that incumbent advantage to constantly evolve our technology and and push the limits and innovate to do what's what's next and what's best for our customers so for us I mean our company is you know at the highest level would be you would say we're a fuel card company 
But really, that's that's not that unique. Anyone can do that. Anyone can give you a piece of plastic and have it run. I mean, Visa, MasterCard, whatever. There's lots of companies that do that type of thing. Uh, what we really do and, and why we are who we are is because we provide uh, a level of data to our fleet customers and a level of security to our fleet customers that you can't get with something like a Visa card. Hmm. So, for example, from a data standpoint, you know, we capture over 500 pieces of unique data points when that card is used at a truck stop for diesel. Interesting. And we can also control the card so that the fleet owner or the or the the, the, the carrier can know that, hey, that driver is, you know, they're not going to be able to use that card for anything but exactly what you want them to buy, whether it's diesel additives. You know, they can't go to McDonald's. They can't, you know. No, they're not getting giant cups of coffee from Pilot. <laughs> Pilot, there you go. Yeah. yeah. What's been the problem you've been solving this year? What are, what is, what's been the, the pain point that most people have come to you with? Yeah, so this year's been been a busy year for us. I would say there's there's three big things that we've been, we've been focused on. Um, one is around modern analytics. So one of the things that, that, people have come to us for is like, hey, we've got all this data. Big data is a big thing. You guys are into big data as 100%. well. So what we've been working on and something we're, we're going to be announcing here very soon um, is, a, is a whole new business intelligence platform that will give our fleets the ability to, you know, in a matter of seconds, analyze, you know, thousands or hundreds of thousands or even millions of lines of data um, and to, to really keep their finger on the pulse of how their fleet is oh. operating. So that's one. Uh, second thing is, you know, more into the into the small fleet space is we we keep hearing, you know, about, you know, the the financial challenges of running a small fleet or being an owner operator. So we've been working partnerships in the industry trying to find out, okay, how can we, you know, use the the size of our portfolio to help our small customers and negotiate discounts on their behalf. So a good example of that is earlier this year we went to a number of the of larger tire manufacturers and we told them, hey, we've got you know over 100,000 trucks in this small fleet portfolio. Can you give us national account pricing? So um, we, we just recently rolled that out. And it's all about solutions. Out. I mean, that's the one yeah. thing I've seen since I've been here. I mean, regardless of your, your place in the space, there, sure. there's solutions that you can yeah. take a look at. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, so what's the rest yeah. of your plans in Dallas? What are you, <laughs> what are you doing today? What's uh, well, Going to a big party tonight? Yeah, no, I don't think we're doing any big parties, <laughs> but uh, yeah, just working. And we, we're, we've been doing a lot of focus groups with customers, which is actually one of my favorite parts of being here because, you know, I've never driven a truck. I don't know what it's like to be a, a truck driver or an owner operator mm. or a fleet owner. So for me, it's really important to, to sit down. Go to the JV Hunt booth. You can do the virtual reality experience. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, can you, can, that. Yeah. you can throw virtual trash out the virtual window. Yeah, and then <laughs> Pal will throw some real trash back <laughs> at you so you get, you get the immersive experience. Wow, that's great. Hey, thanks so much okay, for stopping yeah. by. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to bang that before oh, you go. Oh, hit the bell. Okay. Yeah, you got to do it. Start. Wow. There we go. You came with some power. That was an And there's one. To okay. take home with you. Awesome. Big truck. Thank you. Nice. Yeah. Oh, she's saying uh, to turn the hats off, there's... there's oh, there's a button, button to turn our hat off. Oh, you okay. can do that? And okay. And there's three different settings. So This is great for like, like riding a bike. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, so or an electric scooter. There's one of those scooters in Dallas that get yeah, littered all over the place. So I like wrote... <clears throat> Have you ridden the scooters? <laughs> yeah. the, like the bird scooters? Yeah. Oh, and even a, a I don't know. I just don't get that there's not receptacles. Like you can just you can just drop it anywhere. Yeah. It's very uh, it's <laughs> modern, man. Just when you're done with it, just there's, put it down. Put it anywhere. There's All a right. cottage. Thanks, Justin. Of, uh, yeah. Towing those things. Have you heard about Oh yeah, I guess it's so. crazy. Yeah. I, so, okay. We'll throw Thanks this one up there for him. Hey, thank you all so much for stopping by. Nice. We got anybody left who wants to come up? Come on up. You want to do it tomorrow? Tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow works. Tomorrow. Do you want to come up, sir? Sure, we have one Come more on gentleman, down. last guest of the day. <clears throat> Man, one thing about these. This is show. We've just been rifling. Well, this you is know, like these, speed dating. These conferences, you just, you're just talking and meeting and talking. <laughs> talking and meeting. Brandon, what's Brandon up, bud? Brandon Bryant. That is, uh, that is what they call me, sir. Right on, man. It's from PDA. That's not public displays of affection. It is not. It nope. is not. We uh, we discourage that. Okay. <laughs> that. No, uh, that makes people uncomfortable. <laughs> property damage appraisers. Property right. damage appraisers. Absolutely. What does that mean to people? So uh, so what we do, we're an independent damage appraisal company. Yeah. Um, and and why that's important to your audience and to the to the folks here is, uh, if you're not turning, you're not earning, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, downtime with trucks is uh, is something that is a, a large concern of most folks in this industry. Um, and what we do is we try to circumvent that. Um, we do that with cycle time, as you guys know, is 
is kind of the, the, the language of our business. So uh, uh, we lead the industry with, with our cycle time. And, and what we try to do is we try to get people back to work as quickly as possible. So uh, being an independent damage appraisal company, what we do is we come out when there's been an accident um, involving either the truck or something the truck may have hit. Mm -hmm. So if the truck's in an accident, obviously we're taking a look at the truck. If the truck's been in an accident with something else, then we can take a look at, you know, whatever that situation is, be a, another vehicle, yeah. uh, property, uh, heavy equipment, whatever it may be. Are accidents up or down this year? Um, I haven't seen any numbers in the last uh, the last couple of months. Um, I would say as far as, since we do we do damage, so it doesn't necessarily need to be an accident. Okay. Um, so, <clears throat> so it could, could just be, be like a park truck overnight, someone backs I, into it. Absolutely, and it could be something not reported. So like yeah. as far as like, you know, stuff reported to the NTSB or whatever, you, you might not have exactly the, the, the right numbers as far as being able to report that on a national scale. Are there a lot of rest stop bang ups? There are. The, kind of, yeah. They have their trucks in such close quarters. There They're are. carrying massive trailers. Not every driver is the same level yeah, of training. I'll tell you, I had a few times that, you know, you tap something and it's like, uh, you know, the, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, it's yeah. like if you tap a trailer going. and no one sees it, yeah. did you really hit it? I mean, I was watching ID Discovery where the, the dri there was a driver, he's an 18 yeah. wheel driver, team driver with his wife, and he told her to go like check the tire and yeah. he intentionally like ran her over. Oh, that's like, terrifying. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You know, it was it's like funny. forensic files. With with a lot of the uh, a lot of the accidents that you see, a lot of things that you know the, the banging and stuff. I spent a lot of time in the beer business. You mm. said make if you if you have a story of back in the day, bring it with you. So uh, um, I had a fleet of drivers back in the day, and like I said, you see some situations like you think a grocery store would be an easy place to make a delivery, right? Yeah. You think until you get around behind the building and you see that they have to back and, and basically busy. yeah. Jake it. Well, if you look at our sonar data too, we see that that's one of the one of the worst places you can deliver to is a grocery store or beverage companies. It's, it's just the wait times are insane. Terrible, and the wait times you're exactly right. So you got guys being asked to do stuff. Say that there's a CVS next to a, a food line or whatever, and yeah. you have a truck at the CVS. The guy that goes to the food line, what's he supposed to do? So you see guys out in grass going up hills, mm -hmm. trying to get in the corner. I mean, and that's just that's not that's asking a driver <laughs> to do something that's that's crazy. So that's gonna end up on YouTube. Yeah, been there, done that. Um, I've seen some things. But, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. So you guys are out of Fort Worth. We are. We're local here in Fort Worth, but Yourself? we're nationwide. Yeah, more, I, I live more in Virginia. So oh, okay. I, yeah, I'm, I'm national. I have, I have accounts all over the country. But awesome. Um, we have we have a national sales team, and we also we're, we're a franchise based model. So we have a lot of franchises that are independently owned and operated across the U.S. And those guys have local contacts in their markets where we we look at things from a national perspective. We're a local company that that's national, if that makes sense. That makes um, sense. So we're, we're, we're located here in Fort Worth, but again, we've got um, over 250 locations across the country and uh, 650 appraisers, so happy to help. Um, find us at pdacorporation.com. Uh, where, uh, where are you at on the floor? So we are in booth 3910. Okay. Uh, we have one of our uh, very experienced uh, franchisees out, and uh, he's out there to answer any technical questions that anybody that has. and. We can handle the we can handle the rest of the questions. We'll see if you can't cause some damage yeah. to that cowbell. <laughs> we'll uh we'll we'll do that. All right, thank you so Brandon, much, sir. Thanks take care of yourself, man. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. All right, man. It's such I saw a, JD a out there. That, that, so JD's been working hard all day looking for uh looking for a certain nice piece guy. of headgear. I can see him through the curtain. I wonder if he's gonna come on stage. Come well, on during the live we'll, stream. We'll be, oh, oh my God, oh, what is he holding oh, there? Oh, you want to come on the show? Come on, JD. <clears throat> I'm ready for it. This is in a special box. That's like a musician's case. This is insane. I think this is like, <laughs> this is a shining day in your life, dude. What's up, JD? What's up, brother? How you what's doing, man? Guys, I'm not even going to reveal it. I've never seen, that's like, what's in there, a symbol? Is that a new cowbell? It, I mean, Is honestly, it a reptile? This is. I made a promise to you. This Actually, is like the Tyler box from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> made a promise to you. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! I'm not worthy. I don't want to touch it. It's yours. Look, that is oh a, that's God. an 11 gallon hat. Oh my God! Look at that. Oh, oh man! Whoa, look at that thing. We're talking Push beaver direct. skin on the inside. Does it go this? Does it go this? What kind of skin is it There's here? Beaver on the inside. There's a beaver skin. All yes, right, sir. Woo. All there right, there we go. There All right, the man did it. It's man, there it is. You did Welcome it, man. Texas. You delivered. Welcome, Welcome to, Texas. to Texas. Look Welcome at that. We got I mean, the hat. It was a joke, and we did it. It was a joke, and we did. See, there's like that's how things happen in life. Yeah. See, sometimes it's good to make a joke to see if it comes to fruition. Most definitely, man. Oh wow, man, I kind of feel like Jim Ross. <laughs> He's been broken in half. <laughs> no, man, we we stick true to our promises. You know, Tyler and I say we're gonna get you a hat. Yeah. It is not bedazzled because we have not had time to bedazzle it yet. Oh. 
But what I hear is that Tyler's daughter is a professional bedazzler. What? There you go. You can go pro with that? If you if you are looking for a bedazzler, she's the one to go to. Now, yeah. hold on. I got to tell you, man. I know a little bit about hats, right? Yeah. And in essence, you know how they you know how they get these bins and these nice so it's, it's steam, right? They take the felt and they steam it. It yeah. took 45 <laughs> minutes of steaming to get this hat built this morning. There you go. Literally. Go. We like, need to do a friend all kinds on Gabo on hats, hats, man. <laughs> exactly. Now, Jenny, introduce you. I know you're on What the Truck. You and Tyler are on What the Truck. I am. Sirius Radio, some more your partners from TTN Fleet Solutions. But here you are at Gats. You're following us around yes. the world like yes. a hat stock. Yes. But uh, just introduce yourself. Someone didn't catch that last episode. No, I'm, I'm JD. We're here with TTN. Fleet Solutions, the VP of Marketing, we are entering into a really exciting partnership with Freight Waves in all aspects of it. So we're talking not only just technology, data analytics with Sonar, we're also looking at some great potential marketing co-branding opportunities yeah. that we cannot release yet. But what I can tell you is that once it is released, it should be amazing for the trucking world. Yeah. So what do you guys do? What's TTN? I know a little bit, but but run the folks at home that don't know. So, might need your services. So honestly, TTN started Did off you, as just, a, just clip it on. Clip, clip it. On. We got, we got kind of uh, volumized for there. Yeah, it's anywhere in your shirt. There we Perfect. go. Right there. We'll clip it. So when you think of what TTN is, we started off as the towing network specifically. Sure. Right? We changed into TTN Fleet Solutions because it became more about not just towing, but the full endowment of what maintenance is. Yeah. So when a truck breaks down or a fleet breaks down, we facilitate that roadside breakdown. When it comes to a tow professional going out, a mobile repair professional going out, we are the ones ensuring that the downtime for truck drivers decreases. Wow. We know that truck drivers spend probably 30 to 40% of their time yeah. on the hold, waiting yep. for someone to pick up the phone. Their director says, I'm going to call you back. Yeah. They never call back. Miles or money. Miles or money. You're not money. making miles. You're not so making money. So we assist them. We'll assist companies to do that. And it's interesting. It's not just, hey, give me all your business. Yeah. It's hybrid solutions. So some people say, JD, we only want you all to utilize or utilize you guys for nights. Great. Nights on Thursdays. Or yeah. we have one company that literally uses us every Wednesday from 11 to 1 for their meeting. Very flexible. Wow. Like it's, it's just a flexible industry That's that we're awesome. in. That's awesome. That's really Providing smart. Providing it for the fleet manager and the truck drivers. Really yeah, We smart. had Dill on here, too. He's going to be on the, the Series XM show. He was talking to us about his, <laughs> we got cowboy hats. He's got, uh, what, llama coats? He's he got llamas, Yeah, man. he shears his llamas. He's he, a country boy. He said he'd do it in August, too, so he yes. must have, like, some fresh llama fur. Yes. I he, don't know how long it takes to make the coat, but. He's always auctioning off his, his chicken eggs. He's always yeah. having something happen at his farm, his pasture. JD, come help us put up fencing. But you auction off chicken eggs? Dude, he comes in the office. He's like, hey, guys, who wants some chicken eggs? That's awesome. Oh, chicken eggs. I got enough this morning. Morning, who needs eggs? And it's just like goodness. Give me 20, 20, 25, 35, 35, 35, yes. you're, in, you're in Texas or are you in Chattanooga? Where are you? We at? are Texas based. You guys are in our yeah. backyard. We're in Argyle, Texas. We're very proud of the gotcha. city of Argyle. Yeah. Great city to be in. They blessed us to be there and they've opened their arms to a new business that's bustling and growing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love Texas. I love being back in Dallas. I started driving trucks here. So really? I, spent, I did. I spent a lot of time here. I remember you told me you spent some time in Dallas. Yeah, Dallas man. is bustling. When you look at it, even Uber's coming back down here now. Yep. They yeah. just purchased a huge building to bring, what, 3,000 employees yeah, to Dallas? And there's like time. 10 billion bird scooters just like <laughs> strewn about all over there. I was still it blown is. away by that. You can just like start a company and just throw your scooters all over there. Throw your scooter out yeah. there and just hopefully they bring them back. I, I mean, yeah. it's an interesting concept. Like how? Because like if you if I just took like a rag, like a, a rug out and started selling like watches or stuff out of my coat, like yeah. I'd probably get chased out like away. Oh, but I guess definitely. if I have an app, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is interesting to see it. but it's, Brave new world. In Dallas, all I would say, we're here to help. Yep. We're here yeah. to serve. We hope that you guys can, can keep being great partners. I want to be great partners with you guys. Yes, sir. And we can help as many trucking companies, truck drivers as possible. Please come our way. Woo. Give us a call. You know what I'm about to say. Tip if you are broken you, down right now, give me a call. 817-380-3818. There it is. And we need, like, a graphic going on yeah. right there. I'm, I'm like just seeing like boom. Yeah. Just you know, like the lights and like all lights, camera. Man, you guys are bringing the most out. Yes. This yeah. is a, a, a surprise guest. What a hat. Yeah. What really you look it. good in a hat. Yeah. You say, I, I'm, not, well. I'm not trying to joke with you. You yeah. look good in a yeah. hat. I like it, man. You do. I like it. You did a good job. I was going to put a big Texas buckle there, but yeah. I didn't know how that was going to work with you and Chattanooga. Yeah, it might a little too much. Yeah. I know. They would think maybe like so I'm I just the put the team. longhorns around the band, man. That, just that's fine. A little subtle. little subtle. little subtle. <laughs> hey, where can they find you out there? Um, 
they can find us on any social media platform, yeah. LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. We're always putting out something new. It's interesting that we do have a new marketing campaign coming out. So you'll hear more from Tyler. You'll hear more from myself and some of the other different executives and all the way down to our call center agents. We're going to explore and expose who TTN is from the top down. That's awesome. Everybody's Perfect. valuable, right? Every single person in our building, we do not discriminate or treat anyone any differently. That's why people love to work for TTN. That's, that's modern times. For always the same story. Yeah. You know, the open office, you, you, you know, does it, nobody's r- removed. I agree. It's all, it's all, how can we work together? Thanks so much for stopping by. No man. worries, man. Thank you guys Ooh, for having me. Thanks, JD. All right. I'm we'll out of here. See you at dinner right. tonight, buddy. We'll see yeah, you, see yeah. you at dinner Take tonight. Care. Right. Take it easy. Thanks for the hat. I'm going to be strutting around this in about two minutes over to that Sirius XM booth. You look like a Texan. I, I'm going to blend in. I just need to, like, <laughs> come up with an accent. You guys take it easy. I already, like, cover up the East Coast one up enough. Dude, that is a hat right that's there. A hat, that's a hat that goes along great with the boots, man. I can't say that's a wrap because we do have some more stuff to talk about. Do we? I mean, we're going over an hour. Should we save it for tomorrow? Yeah, the radar, I'll tell you this. Yeah, we're running out of, we might be running out of batteries. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, freight volume's down just a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing to get too uh, upset about. No. I would say look for a downturn, maybe a reversal around 10295 But... As long as it doesn't fall off a cliff and, you know, the world continues on, we'll see what happens. Where's my bell? Oh, my gosh. Where's my bell? Where's the bell? Was that the magic trick? Was that the magic? They brought the box. You got that is an amazing. I've never seen a hat come in a box like that's that That's a before. serious case. That's like a case. Well, you got to be careful with those because, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to have a case. Oh, you can't just, like, sit on this thing? Oh, dude, that'd, that'd be bad. You, you know, because you can lose. Right if you lose this shape here. Yeah. That's You're it. gonna. It's it. You got to take it back. They got to re-steam it. They got to re-steam it. Yeah. So All that's right. yeah. Keep it's it. It's not gone for good. It's been a great show. You know, Trump never. Uh, he never put out that that tweet yet. Um, the last one he's got here was that the Dow was down 573 points, and he blames it on the news that Representative Seth Moulton, whoever that may be, I have no idea has dropped that. out of the 2020 presidential race. I don't know. Maybe it means we'll hear about I, it it's, it's like a small dig at somebody who's not very important. No, I know. He always likes to say, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you got to stay busy somehow. Yeah, you got to stay busy. It's somehow. an easy job. Man, this has, been, this has been a crazy one. Let's hit the closing theme. Let's turn that key in the ignition. We'll see you all next time. Man. Bang that cowbell for new partnerships. Bang that cowbell for great cowboy hats. <laughs> Been that caliber for everyone who came on today, man. We have some wonderful big times. Ones. We had JB Hahn, Shelly Simpson from there, XBO Logistics. I mean, calm down. That's a lot of really smart, cool people doing a lot of different stuff. Cowbell for Google Safety. It was cool. Cowbell for day two at Gats. I don't want it to end. I know. So many friendly, fun people here. Cool. And you've been listening to what, what the. Truck! Catch us tomorrow, 11 Eastern. No, 11 Central. Central time. 12 Eastern, so noon time. It'll be Saturday. Big Texas hello. We'll catch you then.